0: Alright, what's up guys? Welcome to another episode of the T-Moss Boss Show, and in today's episode, I already did a video talking on this. If you guys want to go check that video out, is um available on my main channel, T-Moss Boss, but I also wanted to talk about it on here too, because... People like this guy, he doesn't need to speak for the black community, all right? The black community, it's like, we're fine having our own voices, you know, stating our own opinions on stuff, because I feel that this man wants what he wants for the black community, but he doesn't overall know what the black community wants for themselves, because he's so caught up in this, like... I, the thing is this, I'm not going to call it fictional because it's like there are some things that he will say that will sound like it makes sense. But at the same time, it's like, bruh, how you word things, I'm telling you right now, it's just putting a bigger and bigger and bigger target on black people's backs. But anyways, so there's this guy named Dr. Umar. I believe that's how you pronounce his, uh, his I think, either first or last name. I don't know. But anyways... Um, don't know where the doctor stuff came from, but I overall know that this man has been featured in a lot of memes, you know, anytime, and it's more so memes where it's like, okay, so let's say for an example, there's a video or like just something, something of a, of an attractive white woman, right? And, uh, yeah, then, you know, somebody will share, like, the meme of that Dr. Umar guy, like, oh, my brothers, we gotta stay strong, don't fall for the tricks, and all this other stuff, and it's like, I, you know, I've always have seen that is funny, alright, I've always have laughed at that type of stuff, but... Recently this man um was on Joe Button's podcast. For those that don't know about Joe Button's podcast, go check it out. This man be having a lot of Joe if it's not Joe Button saying something crazy, it's his guest saying something crazy. But so anyways, Dr. Umar goes on to Joe Button's podcast. Yeah, he did talk about like you know why a black man needs to just um date within his race. And if that's how he feels, fam, that is how you feel, okay? That is how you feel, but you can't speak for all Black people, cause there's Black. My thing is this: it's my, th- it's if you feel that dating within your race, like if you have any ill feelings towards it, that is with the, um, that's up to you and God to be handling that type of stuff. Me, I'm not gonna lose any sleep over it. If I fall, if it's if it's me or somebody that I know, if it's the day when I have kids, if they fall for somebody outside their race, bruh, why is that bad? I'm saying it, it's crazy how, like, um people, they'll like, because I, I feel like it'll be people like him. They'll be the main ones saying, like, we're people, we're equal, and we're all this, we're all that and stuff. But then we'll turn around and say some things like, oh, no, you people should only date within their races. Fam, that that's just, that's flat out racist. That's racism. I, I'm not hearing anything else about that. People want to say, oh, it, it's not racist. It's a preference. It's this. It's that. No, it is racism. All right. It is racist. You, somebody, like, they have feelings for you. And you're going to turn around and turn them down because of their race. That's racist. Like there ain't no arguments with that. That is just flat out racism. that ain't no. And the, the funny thing is, is like there um, at, it is like there's proof. It's like look at the history books, bruh No, there's this one movie. Even though it's a fictional movie, that's one thing that I'll say about fictional movies. Like if it's like some like alien type movie, then it's like okay, yeah, that's fictional, you know. But if it's like a fictional movie but about some real life stuff, the thing is, is this. Although it's fictional, I'm pretty sure there is a lot of people that can relate to them scenes in a fictional movie. And there's a old movie it's like a think of a 40s or a 50s movie when, when did that movie come out let me look let me look it up real quick before i um actually go any further imitation um that's not how you spell it, imitation imitation of life I, I don't i don't care for how i spell it i'm i'm not 1959 all right so anyways. 1959 movie, that was, like, at the, like, point in time when racism was extremely strong, like, that was, like, during the Malcolm X and Martin Luther King era, that was, like, during the era where black people were having dogs sicked on them, hoses turned on them, you know, like, we couldn't even go to schools without, like, freaking just dealing with some crap, right, so anyways but there was this movie called Imitation of Life and there was a scene in there, so the alright, so the whole movie was about like these uh people, and there was this black mom and it was her kid, it was this white, um, white mom and her kid, they became really good friends, but the thing was though, with the black mom and her kid, the black um, the, she, yeah, she was a black kid but she looked white, alright and that was something that she was like passing off on a lot of people, was that she was white I mean, nobody didn't really questioned it because yeah, it's like, you know, looking at her and things like, yeah, that's a white woman and stuff, you ain't gonna question that she comes up to you and tells you like oh yeah she's black then it's like dang i can see it a little bit but at the end of the day yeah she was black going around portraying that she was white so there was at some point in time in the movie where her boyfriend had found out that he was black or that he was but that she was black and he beat her what what, what's that what's that all about you guys are gonna look me in the face and tell me that that's not racist So my my question is, is what's the difference between that and what's going on in this day and age where it's like you got people going around saying, telling you that like, oh, don't date outside outside your race. What's the difference between that? The only difference is that, yeah, you ain't got to get beat behind it, but the message is still the same. There ain't nothing changing with that. So that's why I'm like, when people, when they try, I just remember a while back where somebody tried telling me that that's not racist to turn somebody down over the color of their skin. And I'm like, that's racist. All right. Because if somebody were to do that same crap to, and I feel like the only reason why that dude was saying that is just to get me upset over my past situations dealing with stuff like that. And I'm like, bruh, look, you know, if you dealt with some stuff like that, you know, you're going to be mad about it. And you know, you're going to call somebody racist over it. I'm not hearing that. You could try to convince somebody else that, but you you're not going to convince somebody that actually dealt with that stuff and literally everybody around them when they tell them that same exact story will say that it's racist. So that's why I'm like, bro, I'm not going to listen to you on what what's racist and what's not racist and I've dealt with racism myself on all forms, different occasions, internet, face to face. I'm saying, bro, I'm not hearing that. So, but anyways, yeah, this Dr. Umar guy, he's really, really big on that. He's really big on telling people, like, to or more so black men and black women to um, date their race and stuff. So he was talking about that. That's not what I had an issue with. I'm like, I already know what that man's business on that. That's him. That's on him. I'm like, it's if, if this man come to my wedding and start getting on me for dating outside my race, he's getting kicked out. Because I'm like, I'm not going to change. It's like, however, my thing is this. And I know people are probably ask, like, you know, would I date a black woman? Yes date marry have kids grow old die that's the thing though if i am in love with this woman at the end of the day i don't care what color she is i mean yeah you know she come from a uh, extraterrestrial planet and you know she like coming up off of a spaceship and she's green or purple or blue whatever the situation is i'm like okay it'll be kind of weird but it's hey i'm saying you know you you see i'm pretty sure there's some movies out there where they have it where the uh, person falls for an alien but i i just i don't i don't know bro it's 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 when I cross that bridge, then I'll cross that bridge. But on a serious note, yeah, I, I don't particularly care. That that stuff to me, I'm like, I really ain't got no preference when it comes to uh race and things. I'm like, as long as you're not racist and you ain't got a racist family and you don't come from a racist background and stuff, then okay, cool. Other than that, then I'm like, bruh, I yeah, I'm not I'm not tripping about nothing. But so anyways. Dr. Umar, though, he goes and besides like the, you know, the racist crap, he goes on um, Joe Button's podcast. Right. And he starts talking about Vanessa Bryant and he's upset at uh Vanessa Bryant because she's not using the money um that Kobe Bryant had left her. She's not using that money to take care of the black community. And my question is to Dr. Umar and I asked this in the uh video, what has he done for the black community besides like just have like you know content uh to use for memes and stuff? Other than that, it's like I haven't received no check from Dr. Umar. I'm pretty sure there's millions of other people across this world that let let's just see overall what has he done for the black community. Cause I'm 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 curious, you know, what has Dr. Umar done for the black community? All right. In 2013, uh, Johnson, also, also Dr., also Umar is his first name, Johnson. Okay, so Johnson published uh, Psychoacademic Holocaust the Special Education and ADHD Wars Against Black Boys, a book in which he contended that attention, um, deficient hyperactive disorder oh so adhd i was like wait a minute what am i reading so adhd was increasingly misdiagnosed in black communities and that american education system used adhd to stigmatize black children okay the thing is is this all good that he put that book out but what has he done like for black families my, my thing is is this forget education forget all that what, what about that um black parent that can't take care of their kids you know, and then they probably then had to, like, give their kids to a, a different, you know, family member or put their kid through an adoption agency. What, what about them? What about that black man or woman that's on um, streets and sidewalks, wherever, you know, downtown Seattle, downtown Seattle that's heavily addicted to drugs? You know, what about that black college student that's trying to, like, figure out how am I going to survive, you know, for these next few, you know, years that I'm in college? I'm saying there's so many, like, black people, I'm um, or even talking on myself, what about that black content creator that's, you know, that's struggling to be a content creator um, some days. I'm saying there's all these black people all across the world that he hasn't done nothing for. Yeah, he's probably done some things for some black people, but at the end of the day, he hasn't done all things for all black people. So that's why it it concerns me and it confuses me that he's calling somebody out for doing the very same thing that he's doing. Nothing. So, but, and the thing is, is this. At the end of the day, how do we know that Vanessa Bryant's not doing nothing for the black community? It's not like, I'm watching, I got her under uh, 24-7 surveillance. You don't have her under 24-7 surveillance. So at the end of the day, how can you make that assumption? How do you know that for a fact that she's done nothing for the black community? You don't know her, bro. And it's funny how many people have jumped to her defense on this situation because it's like, fam, you are 100% wrong for what you're doing and for what you're saying. Because for one, this woman, let, let's just, you know, like talk on how she got this money in the first place, right? She got this, hold on, let me turn my fan on real quick. So I'm pretty sure everybody remembers what happened in on, what was it, January 26th. I believe that was the day that Kobe Bryant had passed away. I'm pretty sure everybody remembers that day. And I'm pretty sure everybody remembers all the people besides Kobe Bryant that passed away that day. Besides talking on Vanessa Bryant, all right? Besides her husband passing away, her kid passed away. Do you honestly think, though, like, let's sit down and talk about this. What do you think would be, even on his mind, what would you think would be on your mind in a situation like that where you just lost your kid? and your significant other, do you think helping the black community is going to be on your mind? Or the loss of your significant other and your child? Because I'm pretty sure if you ask Vanessa Bryant if it meant giving up everything that she's ever worked for in her life, everything, her job, her career, her money, her riches, her houses, all that stuff, cars, everything that this woman has, everything that she has right now, if she had to give up all of that, okay, to get Kobe Bryant and their daughter back, do you honestly think she's going to be worried? What, what, do you, what do you think? Because I, I feel like I kind of know the answer, and I feel like a lot of other people would say the same exact thing, too, including Dr. Umar himself. So that's why I'm like, bruh, you do not know this woman. You do not know what she's going through. You don't know nothing about her, yet you want to run her name into the dirt. Why? What, what has she, my thing is, is this, what has she done to you? Because I feel like this is why he's most likely calling her out, alright? There's probably numerous reasons, but I feel like the reason why he's probably calling her out is because he probably tried to get in contact with her, you know, wanting to do some work, wanting to do something with her, and she just flat out ignored him. And she has a right to, she has a right to ignore this man, because it's like, my, my thing is this, for one, you're putting out bad messages left and right, alright, you're, you're out here making assumptions about, he's pretty much, I feel like in the black community, he's like the Alex Jones, like, I feel like for white people, yeah, they look at Alex Jones and they laugh. And they're all like, this man out here talking about frogs being, uh, you know, attracted to other... Or male frogs being attra- attracted to other male frogs. I didn't want to say the, you know, the word, the G word and things. Because, you know, I don't know how people feel about that and stuff. But anyways, but yeah, he was out here talking about um lakes or ponds or something. Making male frogs attracted to other male frogs. My, my question is, is like, you... Being in a situation that you're in, that's going to just make people think that you on drugs, bruh. I'm I'm saying you out here talking on stuff like that. But I'm like, no, I feel like Dr. Umar, he's he's like the Alex Jones for the black community. It's like you're there. You have a following. Some people listen to you. But at the end of the day, we're going to look at you like you're crazy. And that's how I'm looking at this man. I, my thing is this. I never had any issues or any problems with this guy. But when he started running Vanessa Bryant's name into the ground, because she, and it's like, how do you know? How do you know that? That's what I'm trying to figure out. It's like, fam, and how, how would you feel? How would you feel? You just lost your significant other, and you just lost your kid, and you got people calling you out on some random stuff on some stuff that, like, my thing is this, it is 1,000% okay to take care of the black community, all right? And I'm not saying, oh, because you go through some stuff, then therefore you you have a legitimate reason on um, why you shouldn't take care of the black community, but it's like, fam, you do not know what this person is going through. She just had probably the craziest loss in her life, and you're worried about the money. That's how you know that like there's just people in this world where they allow money to just have way too much power in their life. And I'm like, that this man done received one too many good checks. And now that's the only thing that he thinks about is how he's going to make his next few dollars. And he knows that going on Joe Button's podcast, one of the biggest podcasts in the world, is saying some crazy stuff. Because if he goes on there just having a normal conversation with um people, he's not gonna make no money off of that. So he's like, oh, well, let me say something crazy. Let me do something crazy. Oh, nobody doesn't really be talking about Vanessa Bryant like that. I'm low. Let yeah, let me go on Joe Button's podcast and say some. And it's funny because Joe Button, when he was looking at him. You can tell um, by Joe Button's face that either he was sitting down listening to what, the, I feel like, yeah, he was sitting down listening to what this guy had to say, but at the same time, he was probably looking at this, he, no, not even probably, he was looking at this man like he was crazy. Because it's like, you're getting on, you're getting onto a public platform, a public platform. It ain't like you're behind closed doors, you're getting on a public platform, and you're talking crazy about somebody that you do not know. That's why I'm like, nah, man, Dr. Umar, it's like, this man, he could say whatever he could do, whatever, I'm not gonna, I never did listen to him, but I, I now have a reason to not listen to this man. Like, prior before, I was like, uh, you know, it's whatever, I don't, I don't particularly care, but now it's like, nah, this man is just crazy. Like, he has some stuff really going on in his life to where he needs help, and I'm like, I hopefully at some point in time, he, uh, gets that help, but until then, it's like, nah, man, you just, you got some serious issues. You have some serious, serious issues. And that's not normal to be carrying on like that. You're a grown man carrying on like that. This man, no, seriously, he's like that Alex Jones. He's like the Keemstar. What are some other like crazy people in other communities? But yeah, for the black community, we we got him. And he's just one of those guys where it's like, yeah, we're going to like hear him. But it's going to go out in one ear and out the other. Because nothing he says, anything, anything that he says, it's not going to stand for nothing. So that's why I'm like, look, bro, write your books, do your thing. But at the end of the day, you won't be out here talking about people. Talk about somebody that's actually doing something bad. Don't talk about a person that's grieving for their, um, you know, for their uh, significant other and their kid. That's why I'm like, nah, man, anything from this day forward, anything that he says, I'm like, bro. Um, I'm not here and he'll be he I feel like he'll be that same person to turn around and uh, like support Donald Trump or something. Let, let's see if he if he has said anything about um, Donald Trump if this man has said anything positive about Donald Trump I swear I'm like nah he uh, okay Donald Trump discuss interracial marriage President Trump self-hatred oh he was on the Breakfast Club six years ago Deion Sanders TJ Holmes britney griner he, he yeah, he's just oh no then there was like he was talking about um eminem too at some point in time but no he hasn't really it's like talk about that man talking how come he hasn't really said nothing about he, he talks on him like one time six years ago but i'm pretty sure he's just gonna be running with um vanessa Bryant's name in his mouth Let, let's just see if um goes after he say yeah there was like he uh they're yeah that's just the main thing it's like that and what he said about um eminem and he was just over i think he yeah he was saying that about eminem that he's like he's not the goat of rap and it's like nobody's really the goat of rap i can't think of nobody that's the um goat of to rapping things i'm like but i'm not saying that in a disrespectful way i'm just saying that because there's so many different people in the rap community you got people that'll look up to the people that got eminem started like dr dre and um and him well yeah yeah just mainly dr dre and things but yeah they'll look at him as the go-to-rap and then you go over a couple and you see people say Ice Cube is the go-to-rap then you go um to a different region where people say Tupac is the go-to-rap then you got some people that will say like oh this person um uh before all of them LL Cool J they'll say he's the go-to-rap I'm saying at the end of the day, I'm like, yeah, that's not, I'm not, yeah, like I said, I wasn't overall saying like Eminem's not the goat of rap. He is one of the goats, but he's he's just like not like the, the greatest of all time and stuff. Like he ain't the guy that's like, you know, everybody's going to have a mutual agreement. They are going to say he's good. They, they're like, that's one thing you can't take away from Eminem and stuff. But anyways, but yeah, this Dr. Umar guy, I'm like, nah, man, he he needs help. He, he needs serious help. And I'm like, hopefully at some point in time he gets it. Um, if not, then yeah, this man, he, he's just, he's just a lost cause. So anyways, and that being said, I will talk to y'all later. Thank you guys for watching and or listening. Stay tuned for the next episode make sure you follow me across all social media platforms at t Boss and peace.